Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to What's Poppin'. Uh, I'm, I'm recording this a lot sooner than I normally record. Um, it's only Sunday. It's only a day after the last episode came out, which I usually wait until at least one or two days before the next episode is supposed to come out to record that episode, but I figured since I already basically knew what I wanted to talk about for this episode, I would just get it out of the way and have it, you know, just get it done, so, because it, this, this is, again, this is gonna be another serious one, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my time getting into what I want to talk about, because I, because I figured I don't want to like get into it too early and then just kind of have to awkwardly go through the rest of the episode with like random stuff. So I'm going to try to fill in as much time as possible before I actually get to the point because I, this is really, really not easy for me. Um, but, um, so just today I got like actual boxers, which that may seem weird, but it's like for the past few years, I, or no, pretty much since I was little, I've always worn like normal underwear. I've never like, even when I got to my, like when I first got to my teenage years I never like thought to ask like my grandparents or anyone to like buy me boxers like I just always I just always accepted that they bought they they would just when we would go clothes clothes shopping or whatever they would just get me underwear and I finally asked I was like can you can someone go out and get me like boxers because Wearing underwear to sleep every night is not comfortable anymore because they ride up on my ass and they're just way too tight. I'm a, I'm a boy and I should not still be wearing underwear. Like It's just, it's not good. It's not comfortable. So now I'm in boxers and it feels nice. They're like, they're very comfy too. I was, when I put them on, I was surprised like, they just feel really nice. They're very loose. You could basically wear them as pants, I feel like, or shorts at least. Like if I if I ever didn't like during the during a summer, if I just didn't have any like if for whatever reason I couldn't my bathing suit like the bathing suits I have were drying or whatever or I just couldn't wear them, I'd just throw on a pair of these and jump in. Cause why not be Saves a lot of time anyway. You know, I'm just... I've, like... I put them on, like, as soon as I woke up this morning. Like, my grandma brought me into the kitchen. He was like, we got these for you. Um, I was like, all right, you know. They got a bunch... My grandparents always... I don't know why, because they're underwear, boxers, or whatever. But they always get different colors. So... I just throw on a pair of light blue boxers. Because, you know. I feel like light blue is the best shade of blue. Just looks... It just looks simple and works with a lot more things, in my opinion. Because, you know. It's a very simple color. And... Makes... You know, if you if you don't want to... If you don't want to make your room white like say you're painting a room and you don't want to make it white at the but at the same time you don't and you don't want to do like gray color but you want to find like a nice in between just do light blue it'll it pretty much it, it gets the job done i mean christ i really wish i had rethought my options before i repainted my room or had had my room repainted because it was a green color because originally my grandparents were in this room. They, like, my room was their room at one point, which still amazes me, because that means they had a big-ass TV stand and a big-ass bed in here, and that just, 
With how my room looks now, it just does not seem like that kind of stuff could fit in here. But when when they had when they had it, it was like a dark like olive green. And I was I didn't know what color I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to get it repainted. So went like we went to like Home Depot to look at colors and I was just like looking through and I found the shade of red that that I thought looked good because it just reminded me of like Spider-Man. Like it reminded me of the red on his suit. So I was just like, fuck it, I'll do this. And when it was done, I was like, yeah, this looks great. Like, you know, looks fine. But the problem, what the, the problem, like I really saw my mistake with doing red when I got LED lights for Christmas. When I, like when I put them up, like, like having the, having the lights on white looked fine. Like it just kind of made the room a bit brighter and then put them on red. It was like, it was nice atmosphere in the room. It felt, you know, really cool. But then any other color, like it was kind of weird because it was like the lights would be like, I could have the lights on like pink or purple, but like it wouldn't really bounce off the walls. Like, it would just kind of stay... Like, the lights would just kind of shine right where they were, and then the rest of the room would still just be like, yeah, here's the red. Here's the red on your wall. The o the only times it looked cool without red or white was when I had it on... When I had it on green, because the walls looked black, which I thought was pretty cool. Like, literally, you could be... You could be literally point-blank facing the wall, and it would look black as long as the lights were green. And I was just, I was like, mm, that's pretty nice. I mean, I have a lot of like red in some of the posters that I have hanging. Like I have the, the poster that they released for the Avengers Endgame re-release in theaters of the red Infinity Gauntlet. I have a bunch, I have one, two, three, Four Spider-Man things. I have an American Idiot Green Day, um, like, soft cloth poster. And then red walls. So, it was all kind of just like a big... My room is just like very red. I've realized this now. It's very, very red. I mean, I might, to be honest, if I, like, because I know when I, when I go to college, like, I'm going to be living on campus. So, to be honest, what I might do is, like, I'm probably going to ask my grandparents, like, hey, like, while I'm gone, can you, like, repaint my room white? <laughs> just, like, just, like, put everything, everything that I don't bring with me, just put into, like, storage boxes like keep it all nice and like don't let anything break or anything but just put it all away um and then you know t t take what you need to take out of my room take it out and then start repainting it white because I mean like I'm I don't know what I'm gonna do directly after college like when I graduate I might I might, like, come back home for a little bit just to... Well, I, I'm definitely going to come back home to, like, get the rest of my stuff. But, like, I don't know how long I'm going to, like, come home. Because I know I, I, I know I want to, like... I'm, I might want to move to Chicago, like, when I'm done college. And, I'm, you know, so... I'm not 100% sure yet, though, because I want to I want to live in a city. You know, I don't want to be stuck in, like, a... a I, want, I don't want to be stuck in a township. I don't want to be stuck in the suburbs. Because, you know, New Jersey's nice and all, but it's, like... It's not a place where I want to, like, stay and, like, you know, have kids and, like, you know, live with someone. It's just not... It's not my ideal. I know it's, like, quiet and all. Like, especially where I live, it's pretty quiet. Not that much stuff happens around here. But I just... Being in a city, I would find... Just, for me personally, it's what what I've always wanted to do. 
is, you know, live in a city. Ever since I was little, like, when when I was little and my family would, like, take trips to Philadelphia for whatever occasion, like, I just, I never wanted to leave. It was just, it was just so fun looking, you know, or, you know, walking around, looking at the buildings, experiencing being in a city and just, you know, getting to, you know, breathe it all in and take it all in. I hope, I hope I do get to, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to move to Chicago. I know that, you know, when you, when people say they want to move to a city, everyone assumes moving to New York, but I feel like New York might be too expensive. And also New York is already overcrowded enough. It's like, there's already so many people living in New York. I just, you know, I don't want, I, if I don't move to Chicago, then I might just move to Philadelphia just for the sake of, I'm still close to home, but I'm still where I want to be. I'm still in a city, still get to, you know, experience the things that I want to experience. And I just feel, I just like the thought of like waking up at like 3 a.m., and looking out my window and, you know, still seeing the city alive and, you know, moving around. By the way, I'm, I, I plan on moving into an apartment. I'm not, I'm not getting a house. I just, a house is something that, like, I don't want to, I don't want to live in a house. Because just, I don't know, that's, a house feels like so much work. Like, I don't know if I would be able to keep up with all the things that come with owning a house and living in one. Like, I I look at, like, some of the stuff, like, my grandparents have to do, like, around the house to, like, keep everything together. And I'm just like, there is no way I'm going to be able to do all of that and still manage to do whatever I'm doing, you know, as a job or whatever. I just... I, I know that that's, I just know, like, I know it's hard to say that you'll know how your future self will be, but I feel like I have a pretty good grasp of how I'm going to be in the future. Like, say, like, um, say, like, maybe eight, nine years from now, I have a pretty good idea of how I'll be, just because I feel like there's not much... There's, there's not many ways I could still change as a person from where I am now. Like, I I feel like I've learned, like, the most basic lessons in life and some of the more complicated ones. And I don't, I don't really know how much there, how much else there is for me to learn about, like, just life in general. Like, I know there's a lot of stuff I have to learn about the real world, but I'll figure that out, like, you know, probably when I'm in college, so, because... Like, when I'm in college, like, I'm gonna have to, like, be, you know, moving around and, like, going, you know, moving all across campus to get to my classes and having to interact with people whether I like it or not. So, I'm just, like, by the time college comes, like, whether my social anxiety wants to or not, it's gonna have to, like, take a backseat to me trying to be as confident as possible when when I'm talking to people. Or else I'm just gonna be a complete disaster which I, de- I don't want to be a disaster in college I'd like to for the most part have my shit together because not having my shit together in high school it's like it's like it's almost like normal like it's almost normal for people to not have their shit together in high school which I think stems from the fact that like when you're in high school, you have so many different people telling you that, you know, there's so many different things that you could do in your future. And you're just so confused with, like, that plus a bunch of new experiences popping up for you to try that you're just like, what the fuck is going on? That's how I was when I first got to high school. That shit was scary. I mean, I wasn't, like, as a person scared, but just as, like, a freshman, I was like, terrified. 
I was like, Jesus Christ, I have to deal with this for three more years? You know, I wouldn't even necessarily say I was scared as a freshman. I was just annoyed coming in as a freshman because I knew the stigma of, like, you know, juniors and seniors always pick on the freshmen because they don't know what the fuck they're doing, which I get now. Like, Like, going into my senior year of high school, I definitely get it. It's like now, like, what the fuck is there to, like, do? Like, because I'm not, like, I'm not going to school for pre- for all of September. I'm doing it online, so there's nothing for me to, like, there's no, like, I can't burst into school on September 8th or whatever day school starts for me and just start telling freshmen to fuck off like I wanted to. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I don't know how far this term reaches. Like, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that it is in our school. But, like, I've literally since I was a freshman, I've had senioritis, which is basically, like, you just you want to be a senior and you want to be close to graduating as soon as possible. And you're already tired of being there. Like, I had that since day one of high school. Like, I know a lot of people were like, oh, ooh, new experience. This is so fun. Like, I get to meet new people and stuff. I was like, no, get me the fuck out of here, please. Like, I, honestly, I, like, there were times where I would hear about, like, people, like, getting serious injuries and, like, having to be out of school for possibly, like, two whole months, and I'd be like, you lucky fucker. Like, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be here every day. Shit sucks. But at the same time, it's like, I'd rather be in school, like, actually in the building, rather than doing it all online. Like, I'd rather go, I'd rather go to school every day that I, that I can and, you know, be around people, whether I hate them or not, rather than sit at home and barely get anything done because I'm, I'm not going to understand what the fuck I'm doing for anything, you know, at starting the beginning of the, you know, this year. I'm going to be so con used i got i got put in english i got put in accelerated english 12 do you know how fucking pissed i am i am like listen i'm a decent like english student when it comes to that class but like i did not want to be put in accelerated like i listen i loved my i love my junior english teacher to death because he was such a nice guy and such you know just a casual guy to be around but come on, man, like, did he really have to recommend me for English Accelerated? Like, that's not what I wanted. I just wanted regular English. Cause now I'm going to have to read through fucking five books every single, like, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to read ten books each semester. I'm going to, I'm going to fucking kill myself. Like, this shit is, that's, this isn't what I wanted. But, and then I also am taking not only normal cooking and nutrition, but I'm also taking international and gourmet cooking, which why the fuck would they give me both cookings for my senior year? What are you trying to do to me? Um, I got child development, I think, or it was some, it was like some sort of like family management type class. It was either that or child development, either way, but still, all I know is that this year, Actually, wait. We might not even have to do it. I just realized we might not even have to do the baby project this year. Because that's a thing. I don't know how many schools it... I don't know. Again, I don't know if this is something that goes around for every high school. But I know my high school, every senior has to do a project where for a week you take a baby doll. And you have to like care for it and like bring it to school. Which is, first of all... That doesn't make any sense. Why, who, what teen parent in their right mind would ever think of bringing their baby to school? Do you know how dumb that is? That's genuinely one of the stupidest things you could do. They will literally tell you, you can't be here. Like, you have to go, you can't bring the baby here. You have to go home and either leave the baby with a parent, like like a, your, one of your parents or guardians, or you have to stay home today and take care of the baby if no one's available. Like, schools will, I've heard of schools, like, literally tell that to their students, like, 
if you don't have anyone home, you're just gonna have to take today off and then get your work the next day, like whatever day you can come in where you have someone watching the baby. Which it's like, I wouldn't say that's necessarily punishment for them, like, you know, being stupid enough to get pregnant as, you know, a teenager. But, I mean, they did bring it on themselves, to be fair. It's like, you know, not every, not every fucking person, like, asks to be knocked up at, like, the age of 16, 17 years old. I... I know, I know it's, like, it's especially weird, because I'm, like, because, like, I'll, like, I'll hear girls talking in my school, and they'll be talking about their boyfriends and referring to them as their baby daddies, and I'm just, like, excuse me, how far along are you? I didn't know you, I didn't, congrats, is it a boy or a girl? Like, what, don't call them your fucking baby daddies if you're not actually pregnant. That's not how that works. Like, unless you know for certain that this that this man that you are dating right now in high school, if you know for certain that in the future you two will still be together after graduation, you two will still be together after either one or both of you goes to college, and you know both of you will still be together into full adulthood and be ready to get married, well then yeah, call him your baby daddy. But the thing is, that's not the case with most high school relationships. Like, most of them don't last. It's like, yeah, sure, some some people make it, like, still make it into adulthood and they're dating from high school. And sure, there are stories of, like, high school sweethearts, like, reconnecting after, like, 15 years and then getting back together. But those are, like, rare occasions. You don't hear about those all that much. Mm. Like, I just recently heard one of those high school sweetheart stories for the first time in like a year. Like I saw it on Twitter. And I know like now with TikTok, I know a lot of people share their fucking you know, love life on TikTok, which I don't quite know why because it's like don't share every intimate detail of what you and your partner do, like you know, keep some of, you know, keep most of that private between the both of you. Don't share every single thing you two do together. But even then, I'm seeing stuff like that. Like, I I see a lot of sad boy TikToks that I relate to heavily. Like, it's it it's a bit absurd, but at the same time, like, I'm just like, bro, I feel you with that. It's like, I can't help but, like, feel for guys that, you know, have gone through similar shit that I have. And it's like, are feeling the same ways that I feel. So, I completely get it. But also on, I feel like on the topic of relationships, something I brought this conversation up to two of my friends because I was genuinely curious as to what they had to say. And so the 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 argument was, I was like, you could, you know, you could go your whole life and learn everything you need to know about sex before the first time you actually have sex. But the first time you go to have sex, you still will not know what to do. Which is crazy to me. Because, like, that's ex- that is literally what happened to me. I, like, literally, I had, like, friends, like, that told me basically everything I needed to know going into my first time. All the way back since I was, like, 11 years old. Like, I, like... I was 11 years old and I already had friends telling me shit like this because they fucking would start watching porn just like out of nowhere. I was like, I was surprised at some of the friends that I had that started watching porn because I never would have expected them to do shit like that. But it's like, because I, you know, I learned from fucking my friends. I learned from porn myself and I learned from like, I learned from both guys and girls the stuff that go like the stuff that happens when you're having sex, and I, like, I figured, all right, well, I pr- you know I have enough information from both perspectives that I should know what to expect. And then, and then the and then the first time I have sex, I 
it, I just I forgot I forgot literally everything in the moment and I was just like what the fuck am I doing I was like I was genuinely like going and I was just like what like this is like this is why maybe don't strictly rely on you know just word of mouth it's it I I did realize then that it is an experience thing that you yeah you kind of just have to like do it to like understand it like you can't just you can't just like hear a bunch of stuff about about it and then automatically be like yeah I know what I'm doing I I got this like I'm sure there are people that it like people work that way and they can just do it no problem like their first time because they heard everything there is to know about it like they've done whatever kind of research that they've done and they're just you know they're just naturals at it as soon as they start but not like I think people tend to forget that like at one point everyone was like that where you just didn't know what the fuck you were doing like you were just sitting there and you were like you know you're with your partner and you're and you're just like it, it, it is this okay it, it like are are you good am i is it in all the way it's like you're just kind of you're all you're like all flustered and shit and your face is probably beating red i know for a fact that's how i look that's like listen i've said this to my friends multiple times hold on i've said this to my friends multiple times I am so glad there is not a video of me having sex out there because it would look, it, I don't, I never, I never want to see from a third person perspective myself having sex. That's just not something I want to see because no, <laughs> it's as simple as that is no, just never, please. But I mean, it's, you know, it is what it is. I, I hate how it feels like we're in 2020 and sex is still a taboo subject it's it's like it's a normal thing so why the like my whole thing is like why can you show like in movies why can you show like explicit violence like you could show people's like limbs being decapitated you could see them getting severely stabbed in the chest and that and that movie could be rated PG thirteen, but as soon as one girl gets naked, it it's an R rated movie. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me. It's like it's like if a woman like if in a censored movie a woman's like nipples have to be censored, then why aren't a man's nipples censored at the same time? Because it's it's the same thing. Like they're both shirtless, so why is why is one getting censored and the other isn't? Like that, like, that's, that's why I watch shows like Shameless, because it's like, on Shameless, like, both male and female nudity is just like normal, because that show is just like, it's just about, it, it's just a show about a family and the shit they get into, so it's like, of course, sex is going to be, a, a, you know, part, you know, part of their lives, so, of course, you know, you're just going to see random male and female nudity, and it's like, it's no problem, it's just, yeah, it's, that's there, that's cool. It's, you know, it's whatever. I mean, I just finished rewatching all of Shameless, so, you know, and every time, every time, like, a sex scene or something came on, I was just like, cool. This is, this is fun. This is fun to watch. Thank, you you know what, while it is a fun show to watch, I could never watch it with my family. God, no. (laughs) I remember uh, I was downstairs and like, you know, um, it was me, my grandparents, uh, I think my sister was there and my mom was there and I was flicking through channels to watch on TV and I saw an episode of Shameless was on Showtime. It was a rerun and we started watching it and I, as, as the episode is going, it was like, five minutes in and I quickly realized what episode it was and what happened in like less than a minute from the the part of the episode we were at so I quickly turned it off because I was like yeah I don't feel like sitting here awkwardly watching a a very intense and emotional sex scene 
with my entire family. That's, yeah, I'm good off that. That's fine. But, I mean, still a good show. I highly advise anyone to watch it. All, all ten seasons are on Netflix, so... If you happen to have Netflix, go ahead and watch that. But anyway, we're now 30 minutes in, so... I figured I might as well get into the actual reason why I'm recording this episode like the, the like the main the main point of this episode which I've sh- like I've struggled with like whether or not I was ever going to tell anybody this because it it it's a like it's a feeling that developed, like, well, it, I wouldn't say developed, but it, it's a feeling that kind of came back to me after my emotional breakdown that, you know, a few, what was it now, like a, a week or so ago. So I've just been kind of sitting here and like wondering, like, if I should people, if, if I should tell people, like, how would I, how am I going to tell people, like, how am I going to tell, like, my best friends, like, how am I get, how am I gonna explain this to them? Like, why I'm having this thought, or like, why all of a sudden it's back in my head? But to be honest, it never really left. I kind of realized that, um, and it's weird because, like, I tried so hard to like, you know, move past it and move on, but it just. I re- I realized that I couldn't. I really like it really like me I think me forcing myself to move on like took a toll on me. So I you know, I just figured I would start embracing it again and just kind of let it and like I was getting sick and tired of not only like you know, keeping it in, but also I just felt like there's no reason for me to hide it because I don't care how anyone feels about what I'm about to say. I don't care if people think that me feeling this way is a dumb thing to do. It's how I feel and I don't... I'm just... So, the whole reason that I'm recording this episode. The the main the you know the the point of this episode is for me to confess that I still have feelings for my ex. And I know that a lot I know that all of my friends who do listen to this are gonna be pissed at me and they're gonna wanna beat the shit out of me and tell me that I'm I shouldn't do this to myself again but I I don't care it's like it's as simple as that I don't care like listen I I really, like, I really took some time and thought about it, and I realized that it, I, I was right. The, like, I was right to, like, not let go when me and her broke up, because... I know there probably isn't a chance of us getting back together. And I know that that automatically should be, you know, a sign telling me to move on. But I... I don't know, it's just, I had, like, ever since 
I started really trusting like my gut. It's like it every like all my gut feelings have pretty much worked out. It's like I like listen, I I doubted like there were times where I would think in my head like at the time when I was talking to that one girl for like two months throughout this summer there were times where in my head I would think like I would just randomly think this isn't going to work out and then my gut would tell me that it's like that that thought is true but I didn't want to believe it because I was trying so hard to move on from my ex but it's like it ended up being right like that did that didn't work out obviously like that and like that ended in a fucking you know fire basically that whole situation and i'm glad that it did end because towards like you know the last those last few days of like before everything kind of blew up i was kind of starting to pick up on the fact that every that everyone was probably right about you know it not being a good idea in the first place but when it still when it happened I was kind of in disbelief but then you know when you know everything kind of happened I just kind of accepted it and you know kind of moved on but also this is what I moved on to this is this is you know and I, I guess I kind of realized that, like, feeling this way about my ex, like, the, like, I've never, like, not felt this way since when we, since when we started dating in November. It's like, I just, it's just, it, they just never went away. There's no, there's no, like, there's nothing more to that. It's just that I've always felt this way. Like, probably even before that. Because, like, me and her spent, like, so much time, like, like getting to, like, really getting to know each other and just, like, goofing off in, um, in uh, my algebra class. Because she was, um, like, the teacher's assistant for my algebra class. And I had known her before and, like, you know, we just, like, talked a lot, and then after, after two different failed attempts at trying to get with girls, I kind of, like, I thought, like, I was gonna, I was gonna be done for a while, I was gonna be done with trying with relationships, like, trying to get into one, but then, like, we just kind of started dating, like, it just kind of started, like, I'm not even joking. Originally, it was a game. Like, I can say now that, like, originally, we literally just said to each other, like, I I forget what it was exactly, but we had made a, we had, we had, like, kind of, we, like, started a game of, like, we can, like, do, like, sexual shit to each other, like, you know, like, whatever, but, like, we set, like, a boundary, like, if, like, one of us, like, kiss the other, like, the person that, like, was the one to kiss the other loses, or if we fucked, it was like we both lost, basically. But the like the game just kind of like developed into us actually liking each other, and then that just ended up with us dating. And like I wasn't sure at first, like I wasn't sure if I wanted to or not, because it was just kind of like. I don't I don't know why I wasn't sure to be honest because I had seen I, like I 
I realized that if I waited too long, I'd be making the same mistake that I did before with someone where they liked me and I just, I saw, I knew it and I saw it, but I just didn't return those feelings. But the thing is like this time it was a bit different because there was already something there. So I was just kind of like, I'm not going to let like, and like the like my feelings for her only got like stronger after we started like officially started dating and i was just like yeah like this this isn't like like this isn't just me like pretending or just like saying that i have that i like her just for the sake of being in a relationship like i genuinely do and, like, I, in the end, I definitely was the one that fucked it up. Because there was, there was a period of time where, like, and I can't even, like, I can't explain, like, I can't explain why I did it other than, like, like, I just for whatever reason I just wasn't talking to her about anything and I I don't know why I didn't I just it's just something that happens to me every once in a while where I just kind of tune out and stop talking to people about shit that's going on but then like after she she went on like a little vacation and she just asked for, like, space for a little bit of time. And, like, when she said that, I was like, all right, that's fine. But I just never gave her that space the entire time she was on that vacation. And I, like, I knew I shouldn't have, like, kept texting her and stuff. But I just, like, there was part of me that was like, I, like, this is, like, not texting her, not talking to her is gonna tear me up, but, like, now I regret it, like, now I realize I should have just been, like, yeah, like, she needs space, I'll give her space, and just, you know, let her be, and, you know, let her do her thing until she's ready to talk about everything, but I didn't do that, because I'm an idiot, and there's a, there's, you know, after that, there's a, you know, a good laundry list of dumb shit that I did that I shouldn't have done. Shit that I heard that I shouldn't have believed. And I feel so shitty about all of it. Like, I... Like, I'll be honest. I still want to believe that it that this whole thing is... It was just right person wrong time but like there's things now telling me that that's maybe not the case but also there's things telling me that that maybe is the case and I just I wish I wish I didn't let so much shit to like get to my head and I wish I didn't like overthink so much because if I didn't, I probably wouldn't be in the position of recording this right now. Like, this... Like, how like how I am now could be completely different had I not, you know, started doing too much overthinking as soon as I got into a relationship where someone cared about me just as much as I cared about them. Which... Like, I should have just, like, accepted and, like, you know, realized that it was happening, but, you know, I chose not to for whatever reason. And all my friends, I remember after the fact, sorry, I'm, like, biting my lip, kind of, um, all my friends after the fact we're like happy 
that I was, like, out of that relationship. And, like, at first I tried to just, like, play along with it and just act like I was fine. But then after a while, it was just like, yeah, this isn't... Like, I like I even still wanted her to, like, come to my birthday party. Like, I... And I, like... It, like, I wish she did, just, you know, for the sake of being able to see her there and, you know, her showing up. And it's, you know, that, that whole night, I'm, like, I'm not even joking when I say, like, that, the whole, the whole, like, not even just that night, that whole day of my birthday party, even though there were, there was other shit going on that day, like, I was still, like, in the back of my mind, I was still hoping she would, you know, show up or she would at least call me and, you know, say something. And then, you know, I got my hopes up in, like, April, May-ish when I thought I had a chance to, like, have a second chance with her but it didn't end up happening and there were you know I wish I had like maybe thought it out more as to what I should do in that situation where I had that chance but I just constantly kept like running back to my friends for advice and that advice was not at all was like what my gut was telling me to do which did like this is why now I do trust like I trust my gut more than any piece of advice any of my friends ever give me now but yeah this is this is where I'm at now and I've like there's so many like little things that I just miss And it sucks, like, like, and it sucks having to go through my everyday life with her not here. Like, there, like, at almost every day when we were together, like, we would either she would come over my house and we would hang out, or we would go out and do something. Like, I remember the first time we, like, properly, like, were, like, out together. We went to the mall and had, like, a mini arcade date. And then one night, me, her, and my sister went to Walmart and bought a shit ton of stuff, like, a bunch of food and drinks and stuff, and then went up to my room and ate and drank it all. And just, it was so fun. And she, bro, she fucking came with my family to see, like, Christmas lights like do you know how like I don't think anyone understand understand how fucking happy that made me that she came like I was like when like when I went to her house and like you know her parents said that she was you know allowed to go like I was ready to burst into like tears of joy that she was gonna get to come do something like that with me because it just it meant so much to me that you know my family said she could come and that she was able to so and you know I'm sure there's you know a lot of stuff I'm forgetting like a lot of small things that we did together that I'm forgetting but you know, still, I just, I miss literally all of it, and it fucking sucks every day having to just miss it and not know what to do. It's like, I, listen, I get it. Not not everyone's first love is going to be their only love, but 
it's like it's like it's been seven months since we broke up and I'm still feeling this way I just like I know a lot of people is are, would just say like oh this is just like you trying to like you refusing to let yourself heal it's like no I have like I've tried already to like heal and like move on and move past it but it didn't work like I tried doing shit that now I look back on and I realize was fucking stupid of me to do and like it just doesn't make me feel any better about myself and like I'm not saying I like I'm not saying I need her in my life to be happy but it's just like there was just, like, so much of, like, my brighter personality that she just brought out. And it's, like, everyone saw it. Like, everyone, like, genuinely saw me just, like, whether, like, whether the difference was big or small, everyone around me genuinely saw that I was happier with her. And, you know, they... Everyone constantly asks me, like, why are you, like, not super happy anymore? Like, you always, you always look like, you know, you're fucking depressed or sad or whatever. And, like, I've, you know, I've always made up excuses. But now they know why I'm not, you know, as happy or hopeful or as optimistic as I was before. And, you know, it doesn't help that there were probably you know, over a dozen promises that I made her that I still, you know, want to, you know, make right and, like, fulfill. But will I ever get that chance? I don't know. Because, again, like I said, there's stuff that there's obvious and little stuff that tells me that it's not going to happen. And there's only little stuff that tells me that maybe it could happen. So, yeah, that's, that's, you know, this episode. Um... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna end this episode the same way I do every other episode. I'm not gonna plug my you know stuff. But I will say this to any of my friends listening to this right now, to any of my friends that are at you know, at this point, if you are thinking about texting me or calling me and telling me every reason why I shouldn't feel this way or want to try to, you know, are now, you know, going to actively try to get me with someone else just because, don't. Because most likely, if that's your intention, like if I answer the phone or I answer your text and you start, you know, getting angry or pissed off at me for this or start trying to tell me that you're going to find someone for me to date then I'm probably just going to start leaving you on read or delivered or whatever because I don't fucking care how anyone else thinks or how anyone else feels about this. This is my decision. This is how I feel and... It, it affects no one but me, so, yeah, that's it, I'll see you guys in the next episode, bye.